2: where I would go to my mom and I'd be like, so I'm ready to move to New York. My mom's like, you're 11, (laughs) like, and I was like, yeah, I know. But like, I think, you know, I was doing my research and like, Annie's on Broadway. And like, I think I'm ready for it. Like truly was, so I always had the bug. I always knew that I wanted to be there.
0: Hey, what's going on? It's me, Roscoe, founder and host of Build for the Stage, an online training platform that helps actors to train like athletes. Actors are athletes, so start training like one. Go to the website, builtforthestage.com, and you can try a free trial, no catch, no gimmicks, just seven days to see what it's like to work with us here at Build for the Stage, Broadway's number one fitness platform. If you like the podcast, please rate and subscribe it. We are a part of the Broadway Podcast Network, so you can check them out at FM on your web browser. All right, as always, as always, as always, we have a special guest on the show today. So please welcome Susie Carroll. Hey, Susie, what's up?
2: Hi, Joe, what's up? I'm happy to be here. <laughs>
0: You know, the the wonderful uh, world of Instagram uh, luckily connected us. Uh, you had posted something uh, really near and dear to my heart um, that I wanted to contribute towards, and that just kind of got the ball rolling, and here we are.
2: Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I, I really do appreciate that a lot. Um, that meant the world to me that you uh, felt the same way about it that I did.
0: Yeah. Um, you want to chat about it uh, to just kick us off won't be the main topic of our conversation but just uh yeah
2: absolutely so um you know with uh everything that's going on in the world with the movement uh my birthday came up and I just got to thinking about you know reflecting on the past year of my life uh and what really uh helped get me through my past year of my life. I had a very eventful year. Um, 23 to 24 was very eventful, um, in some of the best ways and some of the, you know, hard growing pain kind of ways. And, uh, I have been fortunate enough to have a therapist that just meant the absolute world to me. Um, and she has helped me through, so so much, um and I was, you know, just you know, every year for for me at least. I don't know if it's common for you as well, but like, I just I get so nostalgic around my birthday, and I just just get, you know, you know, I just think about so much of what it brought and where I want to go and all of that kind of stuff. So I just was thinking, and I was thinking about. I kept coming back to, oh my goodness, thank goodness I had. um her that, during that time. Oh my goodness. Thank goodness. I had her during that time and for the highs and the, and the and some of the best days and some of the worst days. I was like, thank goodness she was there through all of it. So anyways, uh, to go, to go back to it. Um, the, I was researching kind of what I wanted to do for my birthday and I found the Loveland foundation, which is a foundation that, uh, is, uh, uh where you go to donate to, for people who, uh, uh, specifically black women and girls to get therapy if they are, if they need. Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of where I went and I, what I wanted to do and kind of celebrate my birthday doing is by sharing the, um, you know, making therapy accessible for others, uh, who might not be able to? It's not as readily available for them, and uh, which was super important to me because mental health is something that I take very, very seriously, and it's uh, something that I think that um, we all should be able to have access to.
0: Yeah, for me, therapy has always been a huge help, and it's something that I lived more than half of my life um, refraining from and running away from. Of um, so when you know, I I saw this, uh, cause that you had posted, you know, it definitely connected with me just because I had fought it for so long. Um, and for those people that would want it, you know, I would want for them to be able to have it because now that I participate, um, and, and go to therapy myself and counseling, it's been a game changer just to, just to talk it out, you know, Yeah holding it in is, is the worst, uh, that we can do. And having an outside perspective and support systems always important.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So
0: so we were chatting before we uh, hit record here about how you made your Broadway debut in the prom. And then you were going to be moving on to mean girls and you had a unique, uh, experience that some people get to have in industry where you're overlapping two shows with, um, rehearsing one while still performing the other tell us a little bit about
2: that yeah so I was with prom and you know there was an opening of their vacation I was vacations we get prom and then their vacation we go for me girl she was going to be the DC of the tour so she was leaving and so I I remember I was at an audition or something and I get this call Um, and it was just like, you know, it was from Telsey and they're like, Hey, you know, we're, we're actually going to move you over to Mean Girls. Maybe, you you know, we want to just like, maybe have you audition, go, go sing for the MD over there and just talk, you know, and just see how it goes. Like, okay. So I go and I sing and push comes to shove. I, I am thrown into Mean Girls rehearsal within like, you know, it was like a, Fast two week like turnaround of like okay and now I'm gonna be girls rehearsals, which is amazing so cool so fun, um, but prom I still had vacations going on at prom, and uh, coverage that, that they that they needed, so it kind of was just like, okay, well then we'll just do both at once. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I was doing prom at night and I was swinging prom at night and then I was, um, a doing Mean Girls rehearsal um, during the day to then be their swing as well. So uh, it's been a year of uh, swinging for me, (laughs) which has been, definitely kept me on my toes. (laughs) Literally and figuratively. (laughs) Right.
0: (laughs) I, uh, yeah, I recent, I guess recently it's seen uh, Mean Girls before the shutdown happened, but um, it's a physical show for the ensemble, especially like, how you are a part of the set changes in a very like artistic yeah. and thematic way. Yeah. Um, tell us about, since you were swinging the show, yeah. how it was to learn all those different tracks and like, Oh, I'm this desk and this locker and this dance, uh, choreo. And
2: yeah, I mean, you know, luckily I, I, you know, just came from a swinging experience. um. So, I, you know, I was getting more familiar with what it really meant to be a swing and stuff like that. But it is so true. Swinging Mean Girls comparatively to prom was a different it was just a different thing. It was a different beast. Both of them are were very difficult in their own ways. And some, you know, they both have their different levels of difficulty for different things um but yes i mean the the set moves and all of that for for mean girls was an added layer and mean girls too like we had the the ensemble really is pretty much you know with the exception of just a few numbers we're, we we yeah we keep that show rolling and going and we helped transition the whole thing too so it was definitely even more so of like oh this is oh like Me Girls was even more so like oh my goodness this is like no joke um because there was a lot more and because I'm not off stage as much like I you know it was kind of like I had to know I had to I when I walked downstairs because we get dressed in the basement down there When I walked downstairs, I had to I had to be a hundred percent like game ready, um, because there's really no time to breathe. So it was just a different, you know, prom, you know, every once in a while, especially if I was like thrown on last minute, I'd be able to go, you know, ladies improving would be going on and I'd go upstairs and I'd be like, Okay, know what I'm doing and we'll go on. And uh that was a different thing for me, girls. That was a different, um, a different thing. So yeah, I mean just like anything, it came with just a lot of practice and a lot of rehearsal and a lot of homework. I mean, that's what really the thing that, you know, I learned about being a swing is like, and I, and I, you know, I've just actually been teaching swinging courses to to younger kids during this quarantine thing. which just been really cool because it's really helped me reflect on what it what, what my process was like. Right. And I, you know, I just emphasized them to so much. I was like, you know, cause it's very sweet. I find it very cool that there's these kids who that's their dream job. Like I was teaching some girls who were like, my dream job is to be on Broadway, but specifically to be a swing on Broadway. I was like, wow. Like at that age, I had no idea, not not a clue what that meant. And so I thought that was so sweet, but you know, and I said to him, I said, you're committing to to a job that you there's really there, there there's i mean you have to you right you have to implement rest and restoration for yourself but at the same time you you never are not kind of working you know like even if you're not on that night i was like especially i would say especially those first 8 months to a year when you're new to that show, like kids i was still i remember i was just getting really comfortable and i was with prom or mean Girls excuse me for maybe Eight months, but what? By the time the shutdown happened, so I was almost to my year mark. But I still—that's when I was still. That I was like, oh, you want me to do this, and I was like, comfortable. So I was like, you know, when you're not, you're when you, you, you when you're this when you're put in this position, you are doing your homework constantly and you are constantly reviewing and you're const- if it, it's not reviewing choreography it's harmonies if you're not doing this it's thinking about set moves and it's thinking about you know memorizing every single one of the, all, the, the tape on the ground you have to memorize all of those you know so i don't know if that answered mm. your question but yeah yeah no that's i,
0: I love that too <laughs> Like a long-winded just,
2: answer <laughs> no i also
0: love i love that as far as what you just said where you're like making what is needed to be conscious, eventually subconscious, like just getting right. it so ingrained into your body that even when the pressure's on, or even when you haven't maybe done that track in a while, it's still in your body so much that you're good to go. Right. Um, totally. And I think that's something for the listeners out there to parallel this to fitness on Bill's stage um, yeah. that, you know, it takes time to feel comfortable and even like Susie Mm. was just saying it was eight months into the show before she was like okay i got this so if you're just starting out a fitness journey or you're just starting out some new wrinkle or new page in fitness it takes time like anything else until you really get that ingrained into your body absolutely
2: Um, with lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere
1: Actually, a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
0: Rewinding a bit, where are you from, Susie? Where are you originally from?
2: I'm from Utah, Park City, Utah. So, grew up in the mountains. Not nice. And not anything like New York City. <laughs>
0: our, uh, our flow instructor, Elise Needery, who was uh, most recently in King Kong, she's from Utah. Yes. Yeah. I um, love her. Oh, you know Elise. Okay, cool.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Of course, the theater world always always so small. And
2: yeah. then, did
0: did you go to school for uh, musical theater?
2: I did. I went to Pace University um, downtown Manhattan.
0: There you go. Okay, so you made that quick transition from Utah to uh, to Pace. What yeah. did you What did you learn for the younger people? What did you learn um, going from Utah to a university in New York City? And then transitioning out of the university to still living in it as a quote unquote adult. How are those two transitions for you?
2: Yeah, I mean, so I had I had the bug at like 11 where I would go to my mom and I'd be like, so I'm ready to move to New York. My mom's like, you're 11. <laughs> like, and I was like, yeah, I know. But like, I think, you know, I was doing my research and like, Annie's on Broadway. And like, I think I'm ready for it. Like truly. It was So I always had the bug. I always knew that I wanted to be there. Um, and then, you know, I, and I knew I wanted to study this in college. It was something that I've been, this crazy life, this beautiful career, <laughs> like, you know, that we somehow find ourselves coming to, like, I knew I wanted to do it. I knew, knew, knew that it, like, I, that I had no other option, you know? Um, and so I, when I started looking at schools, I, I looked all over the country, but it was kind of like my master plan of like, oh, I've been wanting to move to New York for 10 years now. And the best way to get me there is if I go to college there, because that, then my parents might, you know, like let me move there because, you know, it's a big city at a young age and uh, I, I, and I, but I was open to all universities. I, I looked all over the country and, uh, really just, just found myself ex- kind of exactly what you said. Like, there, it, like, I just found myself being like, if I come now, I'll have a little bit more of the, all will be, that adjustment period will happen during college of like go, coming from Utah to, 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 uh, to New York city. So I was just ready. I just, I remember coming to pace seeing it and just being like, yep, this is what I'm going to do. It's absolutely terrifying and I'm going to do it. (laughs) So, um, which was great. I mean, I also say to a lot of people because I don't know if it is the, you know, you everything, everything, there's two sides of every coin is what I always tell people. And it's like, you know, coming to pace was great but at the same time it wasn't a full college experience right like you don't you you don't get that you know homey kind of feel it, it is a little bit of a of a uh, shocking transition of of it, uh, for me at times I felt like I, I was just I moved at a young age and was just taking classes in the city you don't get that full college quote-unquote experience yeah. you know um but after,
0: sorry to interrupt after yeah. after pace when you transition out and you're were you, did they allow you to audition for shows while still at the university?
2: Yeah. So, and, and that's part of the reason that drove me there too, is because I was like, oh, I really want to, I want to start, I want to start now. Like, <laughs> I just was always that person. Like, I was like, I want to, I want to go. And so yes and no, they, they allow, um, they allow people to audition, uh, freshman, sophomore year. They Sorry, they don't allow people to audition. And then junior, senior year, they do kind of let that balls just start rolling. And, mm-hmm. and so I was actually, um, at, you know, and part of the reason I you know, I look back and I'm like, well, it was the right decision for me is I was a senior at Pace doing prom, which was very cool.
0: Mm. Okay. Yeah. I was going to ask you how long did prom, how long did it take for prom to happen when you graduated and you hadn't even graduated yet?
2: Yes. So So, so you've just
0: you've just been um, overlapping from the jump. You overlapped college and the prom, and then you overlapped the prom and uh, Mean Girls.
2: Yeah, Um, pinch me.
0: Right. I was just gonna. Okay. How about how about can can you think of a a hardship that you have had to overcome um, during your young career? Oh
2: goodness. Uh, Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, uh, gosh, any any, lear-
0: any learning lessons or any like, hey, wow. I was in the valley and because I was in the valley, now, you know, I've overcome it and I'm better for it.
2: Absolutely. So- uh, goodness. I feel like I've so much that it's I I mean, gosh, where do I even start? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, it, there's a lot of you know, there was a lot of times where I was, I was learning as I was going and, um, and yeah, let's go
0: with that. Let's go with that. Learning as I love that for fitness too. Like, what was it like to, you know, there's the fake it till you make it saying there's like, learn as you go. What was that? What was that like to continue to have to tell yourself like, Hey, I can do this even though I'm a bit overwhelmed. Like I got this, I can do this.
2: Totally. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, that, um, uh, that imposter syndrome almost in a little way of like, what? like, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, please talk about that because that's a huge thing. That's a huge thing. Talk about that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, it was just like, I just remember cause I, so I auditioned my, my promo audition story is one of my favorite stories and to kind of make it quick. Um, I auditioned the year, I auditioned for the lab that was happening like the year prior to, um, to to the broadway go and i went with my friend uh from from school it was the two of us who went and they were making cuts all day we were there all day long they were looking for i think one on stage track and a, a female swing track and to to be the female swing and uh i remember leaving That audition, and I was with my one of my dear friends, who booked the job. And I said to her, I looked at her, I said, "I think you just booked your Broadway show today." She goes, "Susie, I booked my Broadway show today." Like it's, it was just, it was just like you know when you just know. And like, and we left that building, and I was like, "Oh my goodness!" And I, and but there was like three or four of us left, and I just knew. And it was one of those feelings where, you know, like the human experience is. Yeah, maybe I was a little sad, but also at the same time, I was like oh my God, this one of my best friends to make a Broadway debut. This is so dope. So it was like this, like really interesting. And I just remember being like, dang, okay. And I, that was, I was a junior in college at that time. So I remember being like, okay, like it was not my time. It was very, I think, sometimes the universe works in beautiful ways because thank goodness I didn't, I didn't make it then because I talk about not being ready. Like even senior year, I don't know. Like, you know, when I got the show, I was like, still kind of like, oh, but like the universe was working to my favor that I didn't get it. My friend did get it. She was a year older than me. But then a year later, um, literally a, a full calendar year later, almost to the date, I got a, Email saying, "Are you interested and available? We've kept you on file, and we're going to offer you the job," which is, you know, a a crazy, you know, another crazy. How it happened was kind of bizarre, but. I love that story because it was like, but anyways, they were like, you know, we want you to be the swing. And I'm like, Oh my God, I don't really know. I don't really have experience with that. Like, I don't really know what I'm doing. And I just remember being like, okay, well then, you know, then how are we going to, how are we going to learn how to do it? Right. And I was very fortunate. I mean, I had a really great, I mean, I had heard that what my best friend, one of my best friends who was there. And I had a lot of people who were there to kind of guide me. And yeah, oh my gosh, there were so many days that I was sitting there. Like, I don't know if I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this, but you know, it was, it was kind of like, um, pedal to the metal and like, you know what, like I have wanted this for so long and let's let you just have to, you know, keep going and understand, especially as a swing that I mean, you are going to fail. Like failure is literally, and I don't mean failure in a, in a negative connotation. I just mean like failure is part of the, is literally part of that job. And so I got so used to it and in a good way though, like in a way of like, Oh, I made that mistake. Okay. How am I going to learn tomorrow to not do that mistake again? You know? And, hmm. and, and that's, I just kept, and that's kind of just what kept happening for me. It just was like, okay, I, uh, what, okay. Noted. and, Okay. That, you know, there was many times I was like, I just want to crawl up into a ball and go into the mud and dig myself into a hole. And I was like, well, you could do that or you could keep going. So yeah, that's, and I did, I guess. You know, sometimes, sometimes not so much. But you know, sometimes it was harder than others. But I, you know, luckily, there's such a great business with such wonderful people who did, you know, would would help too and say, okay, you know,
0: let's keep. keep. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Embrace the suck, meaning like, hey, sometimes (laughs) things suck, and that's okay, and you have to just like accept it, take it in, and then eventually, once you process it enough, you say, okay pull my pants up here and, and just tighten the belt and say, you know, time to get back to work.
2: Right. Right. Because, you know, life is, life isn't about, you know, if we succeeded at all times, you know, like it, it would, it would be kind of boring. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: you're doing, you're, uh, you're doing a great job so far. I'm so excited for uh, your career to come. You're just, uh, coming out of the gate hot. So I'm um, really excited for you with these two shows right out of pace um, and just thank you so much for your time. That's going to be it for today. Um,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. everyone watching or uh, listening, I guess you're listening. I'm watching cause we're on this, uh, I want to call it zoom. It's like the South. I'm not going to close the uh, podcast episode just yet. Apparently in the South, yeah. you say Coke for everything, right? It's like I'll have a Coke, but really you're just saying you want some type of soda. And then they'll say, okay, what kind of Coke do you want? And if you're from the North, you get confused and you're like, no, I want a Coke. It's like Zoom. It's like Zoom now. We're actually not on Zoom, but every time I want to be like, oh, I'm I'm on Zoom. But anyways, unofficial sponsor of uh, Built the Stage podcast. Okay, folks, that'll do it. Sorry for my rambling. If you are interested in following Susie's journey a bit more, you can go to her website susiecarol.com or follow her on the gram Susie Carol. Once again, Bill for the Stage is a part of the Broadway Podcast Net- Network. Thanks to them. And if you like the podcast, please rate, subscribe, leave a comment. Check us out on the gram at builtforthestage or Built com. Until next time, it's me, Roscoe, signing off. 18 plus.